Sony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here in Saskatchewan. Again, today's date is still February 25th, 2021. This will be my second Canadian Common Sense rant today. Another topic that we had discussed on the show yesterday, or at least referenced, was the debt. And I remember asking the provincial and federal debt was how much? We were unable to get to that topic on the show because we had a lot of things to talk about. And we still do. So I suspect you will be hearing from Lewis before our next show next week. But I had to touch on this one because anybody who has gotten to know me through this show and those who know me personally know that I am very much a fiscal conservative. And I always have been. I always will be. And as a fiscal conservative, I am no fan of debt. I am a big fan of balanced budgets both in my personal life finances and in government finances. And in the latter, I have been disappointed essentially my entire life in this country. And really mostly at a provincial level as well as a federal level, definitely always at the federal level. Sometimes provincial governments have given me glimmers of hope, but only brief glimmers of hope. So... It's actually really disturbing to me the level of debt that this country carries right now. And we know that it was bad before the pandemic hit. And we know that we had a bunch of radical leftists in power since 2015 spending like drunken sailors when times were pretty good, when they should have been balancing the budget, paying down debt to prepare for such catastrophes as a pandemic that like we are the one we are currently in and the previous government under Stephen Harper was going in that direction but even still the Harper government delivered us a few balanced budgets but was only starting on the road to surplus when Justin Trudeau took over and turned the ship sharply to the left much to the detriment of of the entire country. So that leads us to where we are now. And we know the $400 billion deficit we had in 2020 did not help, but the federal debt grew to almost $1.2 trillion in 2020, which is a huge number. And I can't fathom what that number even looks like. I can't fathom how many loonies one would have to stack up and how many times they would go around the moon, for example, to make $1.2 trillion. I don't even know. I have no concept. So when we add in provincial debt on top of that, remembering that the province of Ontario has the largest sub-sovereign debt in the world, even worse than California, Our federal and provincial debts combined total $2 trillion. Now that is a two with 12 zeros behind it. So you know when you make a CERB check for 2000, that's only three zeros. So keep going by, by, you know, 10 to the power of 
over and over again till you get to $2 trillion, that is how much debt is combined between the federal government and provincial governments. Now, the value of Canada's economic output, the value of Canada's economy, I believe is somewhere in the $200 billion range. Uh, Lewis has has that figure in his head, so he would know much better than, than I would on that one. But it's, I think, in the $230 billion range. So we're talking about one-tenth of what that debt is. One-tenth. And that's scary enough by itself. And now we've got the perfect storm of a radical leftist government in Ottawa that absolutely hates resource extraction, who manages an economy that is based mostly on resource extraction. And we have a debt that is spiraling out of control and cannot just be corrected and reined back in quickly. We have provinces the, who all are in debt and increasing their debt loads and are in the same boat. We have a federal economy that is continuing to tank because of what I just said. We have a government in Ottawa that hates most aspects of our economy. We have radical leftist policies implemented by the Trudeau government that are absolutely ruining the economies of Western Canada, Northern Ontario, Newfoundland, the territories. So 90% of Canada. And that means we really will lack the means to bring ourselves out of debt, even if there was any appetite in this liberal government to get us out of debt. And there is not. There is no appetite for it. And it's not just the federal liberals. And that's what really ticks me off. Even in the quote-unquote conservative provinces, as they like to, to frame them, there's debt. And I don't know of any province that was going into this pandemic with a healthy balance sheet with balanced budgets or surpluses or even an economy that was in great shape. Now, my own province is Saskatchewan. We've had this, what they like to label themselves as a conservative government with the Saskatchewan party that has only delivered three balanced budgets and 13 years in power. We have the government right next door in Alberta that had devastating budgets under four years of NDP government and now coupled with disastrous Trudeau government policies that have ruined the, the oil and gas sector, the deficits are getting worse in Alberta. And Lewis sent me some figures just shortly before I started this rant that Alberta's debt is going to be $130 billion by the end of next year. They just released a budget. That's crippling. That's absolutely crippling. And this debt is going to take, even if all governments in Canada 
decided that they were going to make a concerted effort to get this debt under control, we're talking about a generation in order to right this ship because we need to get a way to get our economy back on track and that will never happen with a liberal government in power. But for some reason, Ontario and Quebec are going to elect another liberal government likely later this spring, if not this summer. Jagmeet Singh is you know, doing everything he can to stop an election from happening because he's a moron. And we've gone through that so many times in this show. But this is, this is a crisis, is what this is. And it really ticked me off when I heard people on, of all shows, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation podcast, joking about it, saying, oh, well, you know, it's not just our young, it's those, those yet to be born who will be paying for this debt. I said, I take that seriously. I don't think that's funny at all. I think that's horrible. I have young kids. I mean, they're young adults, I guess, but I feel terrible that they will be paying higher taxes likely for their entire working lives just to try to even right the ship, let alone start paying debt down. And we've got huge deficits we gotta gotta get under control first. And there is zero appetite in our governments to get them under control. I mean, you heard Christian Freeland a month or so ago talking about this is a good time to borrow money because interest rates are low. And up here, Pauliev remind us that interest rates are low, but our government didn't lock any of our debt in at those low interest rates for the long term. So what does the long term mean? We're screwed. That's what the long term means. We are screwed. Two trillion dollars is an enormous amount of money. Absolutely enormous. Servicing that kind of debt at the provincial and federal level is going to eat away at the costs that could be available for the social programs that Canadians cherish so much. I'll use the figures here in Saskatchewan up to including last year's budget, so not including the 2021 budget, the Saskatchewan government alone was spending $750 million on interest payments on their debt, on interest payments on their debt. Now, the debt of the government of Canada is over a thousand times what the debt is for Saskatchewan. So can you imagine the, the federal government spending $800 billion a year to service debt? If it's not there yet, it's coming. And I know that the number that, that, that the Canadian government is spending, I think it's, it's, it's in the billions, obviously not in the hundreds of billions, but we're spending so much money just paying interest on the debt that we have right now the debt to GDP ratio, and I learned this thanks to the Michael Campbell Money Talks podcast, our debt to GDP ratio is approaching 100%. We can't sustain this, Canada. We can't keep borrowing our way out of a recession. You and I know in our households that 
once our credit card hits the limit, then we have to smarten up. We can't just say, oh, well, let's just get another credit card and maybe a line of credit to boot. Because eventually, somebody has to say no. And in this case, it's we the people that have to say no. We can't just keep listening to politicians who want to continue to bribe us with our own money and go for it. Now, I'm looking right at you, Ontario and Quebec. You've got to find some way to get that government in Ottawa to turn off the taps. Because right now, your children and your grandchildren are already paying for that largesse. And the folks in the Laurentian Triangle don't give a crap. Well, it's time for us to give a crap. It's time for us to say no I mean, we need to tighten our belts. We need to stop looking for all the freebies. We actually have to get to work, start paying down debt as a country, or else there won't be a country left for any of us.